Success is a hard thing to measure. It is especially hard when we're talking about our faith, Foundry Church, about forging a life on God, right? Stuff that is, is bigger than this worldly success. It's not bad to want to have a successful family or to have a successful career, but, but it's harder to measure success when we're talking about stuff of eternity, stuff of the kingdom of God. Stuff of, of a faith that is growing. So how do we know if we're succeeding? You know, there, there's, there is no test that you can take in the back of your Bible that scores you on a scale of 1 to 10. You can go ahead and look in the back of your Bible. There is no test there. Right? If you, if you get a 1 and you need to go back to Genesis and start over, or if you get a 10, you're like officially right under Jesus in the faith thing, that's not there. That doesn't exist. There's no measure that exists like that. So here's the question again. How do we know, Foundry Church, if we are being successful? So, so here's what I'm thinking. Maybe that is how we should be measuring the success of our faith. Right? Of, our, of our forging that lifelong reliance on God and helping others to do the same. Right? Measuring our, our growth. Look at it like this. Success in faith is not about arriving at some lofty goal of holiness. Success in faith is all about growth. Success in faith is about the steps that we take each day to be just a micrometer better than we were yesterday. Success in faith is about doing the next right thing. Success in faith is not about being the holiest person in the room. It's about being a better follower of Jesus today than we were yesterday. Success in faith is growth. It's forging ahead. We're focused on God's kingdom. Right? We're going to own our spiritual growth. We're going to be responsible for inviting others into the kingdom of God. We're going we're to grow as a leader who's worth following. Because right? we all have a sphere of influence. We're going to embrace Christian community because God says, hey, your faith is a very personal decision. You, can come, you come to me. Right? You've got to make that decision, but you never do it alone. You do it in community. And then we're going to develop a servant's heart. We're going to lead as the hands and the feet of Jesus like he's called us to in his word. Right? We're going to be forged. You see, we are all created for a purpose, and if we don't focus on that, then we'll be ending up like a plant trying to fly. Listen, it says it like this. I'm just going to show you this one. 2 Timothy 2.4 says this. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. Right? So are we getting caught up in civilian pursuits, or are we staying on mission? Are we getting caught up in everything but the one who has called us and who gives, has given us grace and whose life itself? Are we on mission? If we say we follow Jesus, we're a Christian. He says, and Jesus came to them and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So he's saying, I am the king. I am the boss. All authority on heaven and on earth has been given to me. So go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of what? The Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always. He's with us 
as we do this always to the very end of the age. Guys, that's our, that's our mission. That's our, our focus. That is how we please the one who has enlisted us. We make disciples. We're disciples, followers of Jesus, who make disciples. Here in the church, in the church world, we play a little different game. You see, when Jesus says something that we should do, something very clear like go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey these commandments, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, love others in the same way, right? We, we hear that, and we think, okay, I know what to do, right? I, I know I know what we'll do. We'll, we'll, we, we don't have to do that. No, we just have to memorize that verse. That's what we think. Or we think, oh, man, that's really cool. That's a great mission. That's a great commandment. That's, that's our, our great commission. We'll make a cool little picture of that and put it in our house or on the wall at church. Or we think, man, we're going to get together. We're going to look that up in the original language. We're going to study the original verb tense and what that means. And Jesus says, go and make disciples. But how many of us are focused enough on the kingdom that we are actually making disciples? Let's think about that. Right? Francis Chan, a preacher, an author, some of his books are out there at the Resource Center for you to grab. He once explained this phenomenon by telling a funny story. He says this whole thing is like this. He explains that it's something like when he tells his little daughter to go clean her room. He very clearly says, go clean your room. And an hour later, she comes back to him and says that she has memorized what he has said. Right? And so he does a double take and he says, excuse me? She says, no, no, no. She smiles at him and she adds that, that she could say, go clean your room in Greek as well. And even more, her friends, they're going to come over in a little bit and they're going to get together and they're going to study what it looks like if, in fact, she did clean her room. It's a ridiculous idea. But isn't that what we're doing? Right? God has enlisted us. He has given us a purpose. He has given us a mission, Foundry Church, clearly in black and white. And so why do we think that we're successful when we memorize a verse or we learn it in Greek? Uh, those things are good. Right? But boy, boy, they are nothing compared to actually making disciples. I've told our staff over and over again that I dream of the day that, that one of the kids in our youth group brings a friend to church, and that friend grows and grows in their faith at youth group, at second Sunday, in their small groups, whatever, and then one day they decide they want to give their life to Christ, and, and they, they want to be baptized, and they are baptized back here by their friend. I dream of that day. Right? I want this baptistry to be full of, of you guys baptizing your friends and then those friends baptizing their friends because it's an amazing thing. It's fulfilling this great commission. I, I pray daily for the men of this church that they would get to do what Ryan did last week and baptize one of their children because maybe disciple making starts with the kids that are across the hall in your home. Right? Whatever disciple-making looks like for you in your sphere of influence, remember, we're all leaders, right? It will take focus and attention. It will take removing distractions. 
It, it will take setting priorities. It will take doing what Jesus says. It's about focusing on the kingdom of God above all else. That's why it's right there at the beginning of our exonometer. Forage. Right? This world has a lot to offer us. Good things, right? but nothing compared to the kingdom of God and its mission. So how do we ensure that we're staying focused on God's kingdom and its mission? Well, it's all about, for me anyways, it's all about gathering together. It's all about stepping up to the table with fellow brothers and sisters in Christ and digging deeper into his word. It's all about going out to the square, right? Living out my faith, serving, loving, attending missions, right? The food pantry that we do, all those things. But it also starts very simply every day by asking that question there under the F in your journal. I do this every Monday. I simply just ask myself this question. How will I advance the mission today? And I think about that. How am I going to advance the mission today and the rest of this week? Right? And that's why you have those journals. Right? You can, you can think about that in your own time. How do you advance God's mission? How are you staying focused on his mission? Right? How are you going to advance his mission today? It's all about the small steps of growth that we can take each day to focus on God's kingdom. And maybe successful growth is focusing on God's kingdom. It looks like, like talking to our neighbor for the first time. And that's what comes to my mind when I ask this question. Instead of running inside and locking the door. And maybe successful growth looks like putting money in the family budget to go to, to the same coffee shop a couple times a week at the same time to get to know the locals and the owners and the workers so that you can eventually invite them to have coffee with you. Right? Maybe, maybe successful growth is offering uh, to pray for your friend because you've been there too. They're going through something, you can say, hey, you know what? Me too. Let's lean into each other. Maybe successful growth looks like telling your coworkers that, that you go to church on Sundays and inviting them to come with you and taking them out to lunch. Maybe it, never invite someone to church and not take them out to lunch afterward. <laughs> right? Go that extra mile. Right? Maybe, maybe making a disciple is all about putting aside all the distractions of this world, right? slowing down and remembering why you are here. Remembering that you're a daughter of Christ. Remembering that you're a son of Christ, the high king of heaven. 